Radio. This is Bobby with your Catholic News headlines for the week ending the 31st of January 2014. In this week's news, Pope Francis on the cover of Rolling Stone. The week of prayer for Christian unity closes in Rome. Churches attacked in southern Sudan. John Paul II relic stolen from Italian church. Army major dismissed for voicing Christian beliefs and General Peter Cosgrove to be Australia's new Governor-General. Pope Francis is once again in mainstream headlines, this time gracing the February cover of renowned rock magazine Rolling Stone. In a 7,700-word feature story entitled Pope Francis, The Times, They Are A-Changin', Rolling Stone journalist Mark Benelli praises Pope Francis for his charisma, gentleness and love for the poor, while attempting to draw contrasts with Emeritus Pope Benedict XVI. Vatican spokesman Father Federico Lombardi has released a statement saying, unfortunately, the article disqualifies itself, failing in the usual mistake of a superficial journalism, which in order to highlight the positive aspects of Pope Francis, thinks it should describe in a negative way the pontificate of Pope Benedict, and does so with a surprising crudeness. The article, which begins and ends with the Angelus in St. Peter's Square, features commentary from priests and lay journalists in Rome and an analysis of issues surrounding Pope Francis' pontificate. The full article is available on the Rolling Stone website. Pope Francis concluded the week of prayer for Christian unity with ecumenical celebration of Vespers on the feast of the conversion of St. Paul in Rome. Representatives of various Christian denominations gathered at St. Paul's outside the walls for the event. Among those present were Orthodox Archbishop Genedios Zervos and the Archbishop of Canterbury's representative David Moxon, who prayed with Pope Francis at the tomb of St. Paul. Addressing those gathered, Pope Francis said, Unity will not come about as a miracle at the very end. Rather, unity comes about in journeying. The Holy Spirit does this on the journey. If we do not walk together, if we do not pray for one another, if we do not collaborate in the many ways that we can in this world for the people of God, then unity will not come about. But it will happen on this journey, in each step we take. And it is not we who are doing this, but rather the Holy Spirit who sees our goodwill, Pope Francis said. Bishops have this week called on the South Sudanese government to offer protection of church premises and personnel following rebel attacks on churches in the South Sudanese Diocese of Malakal. Vatican Radio has that report. This statement we, we delivered to, the, to all the members of the Episcopal Conference on 24th and uh, we had a team of bishops who visited South Sudan. And what we had from the Apostolic Administrator of uh, Malakal, which is the area that is most affected, was really uh, disheartening. He was personally attacked in his residence, and he was ordered to leave the residence without much of his property, and uh, he ran to the cathedral of the Diocese of Malakal, and uh, the whole house was looted. In his narration, a number of priests in the Diocese of Malakal had actually been attacked and run away from their stations. Quoting the apostolic administrator, he was up to 24th, 
he didn't know where some of the priests were. And so that is what we are addressing, that the, the rebels are now attacking church premises where even some of the, the victims are running to, and even the church personnel themselves are not safe. A reliquary containing the blood of Blessed Pope John Paul II has been stolen from a church in Italy. Local woman Franca Corrieri said she discovered a broken window early on Sunday morning and called the police who discovered the relic and a crucifix were missing. The relic had been given to the small church in Abruzzo by Blessed John Paul II's former private secretary as a token of the love the late Holy Father had for the mountain area. It has been reported that Blessed John Paul II, who died in 2005 and was beatified in 2011, used to secretly leave the Vatican to hike or ski there and pray in the local stone church. Ms Corrieri said the incident felt more like a kidnapping than a theft. In a sense, a person has been stolen, she said. Apart from the relic and a crucifix, nothing else was taken. Army Reserve Major Bernard Gaynor has this week issued a statement claiming he is being dismissed from the Australian Defence Force for expressing his Christian beliefs. In April last year, Major Gaynor had seven charges brought against him by the Defence Force, including three counts of failure to comply with an order, three counts of prejudicial conduct and one count of disobeying a lawful command. The charges, which Major Gaynor said were for drawing links between Islam and terrorism and vocally objecting to the presence of military uniforms in the Sydney Mardi Gras, were later dropped following internal defence investigations. In spite of this, Major Gaynor is now facing termination. Major Gaynor said he found it ironic that the Chief of the Defence Force was pursuing termination whilst his termination notice praised his military record. Proudly served in the Australian Army since 1997, and it's particularly disappointing to be told by the Chief of Defence Force that public displays of my faith undermine the values of the Australian Army. Uh, I served this nation to defend its freedoms. Uh, I never thought that the Defence Force itself would sack me for practicing my Catholic faith. Major Gaynor has been given until the 5th of February to respond to his termination notice. You can find further details at cradio.org.au. Prime Minister Tony Abbott has this week announced that Catholic and former Defence Force Chief General Peter Cosgrove will be the 26th Governor-General of Australia. General Cosgrove, who takes up his appointment in March, said that he was humbled and honoured to be given this role. There is no greater privilege than to serve your country and no greater country to serve than Australia, General Cosgrove said. My approach to this job will be, of course, as I've approached all those times when I've been asked to serve Australia. It will get my total commitment, all the energy I've got, good humour, and with an unfailing optimism that this is a great nation which will only get better, he said. General Cosgrove has served as Chancellor of the Australian Catholic University for the past three years. In congratulating him on the appointment, ACU Vice-Chancellor Professor Greg Craven noted General Cosgrove's dedication to public service. General Cosgrove's sound advice, his commitment to serving the common good, and his immense experience have proven invaluable in helping the university build on its reputation of quality teaching and research, and I thank him for all his work, Professor Craven said. General Cosgrove served in the Australian Army from 1965, led the multinational peacekeeping force in East Timor during the country's troubled transition to independence from Indonesia, and was Chief of the Australian Defence Force from 2002 to 2005. General Cosgrove has previously been recognised 
as Companion of the Order of Australia in 2000, Australian of the Year in 2001, and Knight of the Grand Cross of the Order of St. Gregory the Great by Pope Benedict XVI in February last year. That's it for this week's headlines. Thanks for listening. For more details of those stories or for more Catholic talks, interviews and programs, visit cradio.org.au. Thank you.